Welcome back to the Good Life Podcast, where we upload every Thursday. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Tori. We're a millennial married couple sharing our life to bring entertainment to others. So if you want to get notified when we upload, follow us on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's free to do that, no charge whatsoever. I know some people aren't sure, maybe you don't listen to podcasts, but it is free to follow us or subscribe. If you want to keep up with us throughout our week, you can follow us on our Instagram at the Good Life Pod. Rate us, share with a friend if you like the episode, and we'll go ahead and get started. We have much to talk about. Today we are going to be doing a Q&A. You submitted questions, our listeners, and... We have a lot of questions as well. We do, and they're kind of deep, so get a snack, get a drink, buckle <laughs> up if you're driving, and we're going to get into our favorites. All right. You go first. You go first with your favorites. Okay. I've been recently getting weekly massages. This is my second week doing that, and I really enjoy it. I think it's great self-care for me to do it gives me something to look forward to and it's very relaxing well you you have it because it's therapeutic because you do have some shoulder pain from work sometimes so yeah you got into this to try to provide therapy for your shoulder and it's obviously working because you you're you're really enjoying it you don't have any more pain right now yeah i'm learning that a deep tissue massage although it might be a tad bit painful when I'm done with my massage appointment, I feel so relaxed. Like in the moment, maybe I'm thinking about vomiting and crying a little because I'm dramatic. But <laughs> when I'm done with it, I feel like a new person. Well, that's <laughs> we're. Good. If you haven't noticed, the audio should be better. And we're so excited because we've been working on this audio situation wow we know there's a hissing we apologize for that we're trying to fix it we have a very high quality microphone and not very high quality place to record yes so we are currently in our closet on the floor and we turned our pool pump off and we think that was a little bit of the hissing and then also the microphone's hooked up to my computer so that is naturally going to provide some hissing with my laptop fan and stuff being picked up. So we apologize, but we're working on it. And my second favorite is that I finished Rain on Netflix. I know this is my third week talking about Rain, (laughs) but I just have to encourage you to go on that journey for yourself (laughs) and give it a watch. There's so many episodes per season. It'll take you a while, but it is really good. Okay. You can go ahead, Jeremy. All right. So I know last, it wasn't last, maybe it was last week or the week before I talked about um, West Broad Apparel on our small business segment and I ordered, I worked part-time for another fire department and I ordered a hat from them, um, another one that I could wear when I work down at the other fire department. It came in. It looks so good. Like they do really good quality work and it's not that expensive the hat costs 30 bucks plus tax and shipping i think i was like out the door like 40 bucks maybe so this hat's for your part-time job fire department it is it's a separate fire department right correct so um it just looks really really good if you are a firefighter and listen to this i would recommend going to west broad apparel uh their website and looking at what all they have they don't just do hats they do shirts and wallets and things as well i'm pretty sure so 
Uh, my next favorite thing is something that I guess kind of be Tori's favorite too, but the progress on our little uh, getaway cabin that um, – We don't really I, know what to call it. We don't because it's not a cabin. No, it's – What are we going to call it? We should just say – we just we should think about it. We should, should we ask our fans? Let's our ask fan, our fans. Our listeners. Our listeners. Yeah. Let's ask our listeners what we should call our place of getaway time. Yeah, so it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, located on beautiful cleared land, overlooking a pond, but I don't want to call it like the pond house. No. Um, But Jeremy does hunt on this land, yeah. and it's something that we want, we don't want Wi-Fi down there. We're probably going to get a TV just for football, but I want it to be really relaxing and a place to just disconnect and go whenever we want to go. Like, I want to go ahead and have pots and pans, everything we need down there. Yeah, the, so what my favorite thing is this week is the progress on it. Like, the cabinets have been installed. The countertops have been installed. A uh, friend of mine, Josh, helped me move in a couple of appliances, the refrigerator and the stove. And uh, tomorrow we're going to be running some more electrical lines to make sure that we have enough uh, amperage to pull all the current that it's going to require to run those appliances if we were to somehow use them all at once and um the one of the contractors as well as myself is going to be hanging sorry I, it's probably loud sorry uh is going to be hanging up some vinyl siding on the side of it and i'm just really excited about it because i think it could be done by late spring and into the summer mm-hmm. and we could go down there and fish and hang out and read your book and go ride I golf cart on the a property a ham we can i can build you a hammock out there yeah i want to do a pergola fireplace like fire pit thing not really a pergola are you mad because i keep doing this your beard's probably picking up super loud sorry this is my beard noise <laughs> so anyway um i think maybe not a pergola but i don't know i have to upload something on our instagram about what i'm what I'm trying to Oh, you could document the progress. Yeah, I guess I could. Like a little handyman. Yeah, and I owe a lot of credit to Tori's grandfather on this. This was his idea, his vision, and I kind of was just along for the ride, and he really made this thing possible, and it looks really good on the inside. Yeah, Papa's taking it very seriously. He is. Like, with the, with the, <laughs> with the countertops and stuff, we were just going to use, like, old countertops that were out of our house, we did our count redid our countertops and he was like i don't think that would look the best and yeah, so he was kind of throwing shade at that it's idea. funny he's like getting it set up he's like he's like this is my dog house just in case i ever get kicked out of my house this is where i'm gonna be yeah it's kind of <laughs> like a family right a family thing so right it's just not mine and tori's like anybody in her family. our families can go down there and spend a night or a weekend there and enjoy themselves yeah Okay, so that's a fun favorite. Yeah, I'll I'll try to do good. I'll at least take some pictures, and if I can't figure out how to post them, Tori definitely can, of the progress. So now we're getting into the segment of Drink of the Week. And this week's Drink of the Week is not really a drink. It's more of something that you uh, take a shot of. And it is Junction 35 of Moonshine, and that is based out of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, our friend Josh went up there on vacation, and he brought back some wine for Tori, and he brought back the moonshine for me, and it is very smooth and very good, and he brought back, it was in a case of three, I got, I think it was peach, apple pie, 
and blueberry. Not blueberry. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I can't remember the third one. Definitely peach and apple pie. I'm working on the peach right now. Super good. Um, and like I say, it's based out of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. So if you're ever up that way, stop by Junction 35 uh, Moonshine and they will hook you up. This I is not sponsored, by the way. I forgot one of my favorites. Hit me with it. My nails. Oh, yeah, you did go, go ham on the nails. I had a, I'm not going to be dramatic and say traumatic experience. I had a not-so-good experience at a nail salon, and then I just recently went to another nail salon, and I got a new shape and a fun little French with red tips for Valentine's Day because I really want to do, like, you know, you see all these trendy nails on Pinterest, but... In our smaller area, there's just not a lot of people that do those designs or trendy looks. So, I think the French tip was simple and easy. Um, and, yeah, I just love them. I'm going to continue going to them. And if they continue doing a good job, then I'll shout them out. All right. Fair enough. So, will you do the small business segment because this is something Yeah, that- yeah, yeah. Um, so our small business segment, we talk about a small business of the week. It doesn't have to be local, but this business happens to be um, near us, and I'm really excited to talk about it. I used to work with the owner, Destiny, at my previous job. She's really sweet, super creative, and I guess I just didn't realize... Um, she had her own Etsy Etsy shop, and it's called Maggie Sue Design Co. And she creates digital pet portraits and stickers. She also, this is like my favorite thing, sweet thing also, is that she created an animal abuse awareness sticker and also a keychain. Um, it's a purple rainbow with paw prints, and 50% of the proceeds go towards a local animal shelter for the sale of those stickers and keychains. She also has, um, like if you had a golden doodle, she has a cute stay golden um, sticker. And if you're like me, I like putting stickers on my laptop case. I got a pet portrait made of Fred and Jolene (laughs) and an animal abuse sticker. So I'm going to... put that sticker on my laptop case, but you could put them on your car, you know, so many different things. And I'm excited to see the pet portrait of Jolene and Fred. I think I'll probably print it and frame it. Put it in the podcast studio, which is now our closet? (laughs) No, I've been wanting to put more art around our house, so that would be really fun. She has a Instagram. Also, if you guys want to go follow her, it's at Maggie Sue Design Co. And she has a Bassett hound maggie sue and she's super cute i know we have some listeners that have basset hounds so go check out her stickers really really cute stuff and it's for a great cause all right well um <laughs> let's uh let's go ahead <laughs> what you're just so funny. you caught me off guard i wasn't ready i was like scrolling through stuff and you just like stopped and i was like oh <laughs> Oh, well, let me, uh, Jeremy has 37 tabs open in his brain at I all do. times. I do. It's too much going on up there. So let's get into the said so again. Let us get into our question and answers segment 
which is the show today of the podcast. Yeah. So, the very first one, we have touched on some, but I do know we have new listeners, so that's probably why they asked this question. How did we meet? So, me and Tori, Tori and I, had some mutual friends, and her friend was dating a guy that I had just met through a friend that I was going through fire school with, and they... Morgan and Mason introduced me and Tori together. And like social media had a little bit of an influence on it too. Uh, we became Facebook friends first and then we actually um, hung out. But I wouldn't have like asked to be Tori's friend. I think you maybe have asked to be my friend. I'm not sure. Uh, Absolutely not. <laughs> Don't act like you're above it. Don't act you like you're above it. You sent me a friend request on Facebook. Yeah. So I wouldn't have even have known about Tori unless it was for Morgan and Mason. So that's how we met. And then that was in 2014. Mm -hmm. They like thought we would jive well together. Click and turns out we did because now we're going on what two years almost. Well, two years being married. Oh yeah. And working on our third. Yeah. It worked out good. I played a little hard to get. I was very nervous because a little hard to get. I was 18 and Jeremy was 21. So I don't know. I just thought he was really an adult. Like he could buy alcohol. He was really not an adult that much. Not at all. Very I much found still that lived out. at home. Yeah, I found it out that you weren't really yeah. an adult. But um, he just, I don't know, scooped me right on up after high school. And I did. Yeah. So don't regret it. Hmm. So the next question, which is more of a Tory question, I think, is how do you budget for travel? As you know, we, we have a an episode, um, an older episode talks about our traveling experiences, where we've been, and we talked about, I think it was another episode of where we want to go. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you kind of take it from there, and I'll jump in. Okay, so we didn't really start traveling, I would say, until 2019. Right. And I think that, you know, you learn a little. You live and you learn. So, at first, we started just taking kind of smaller weekend trips places. And then it kind of got a little bigger where we started flying. Um, I guess, actually, the first big trip we took was our honeymoon. I mean, I say big trip. Looking back now, it's not like that big of a trip. But we flew. It was a week and we flew there. Yeah. So... I would say plan what you're going to do. I'm a planner. Go ahead and come up with where you want to go, what you want to do, and where you want to stay. And, you know, price flight, price your flights, compare um, cost on that. Same with Airbnb. And make a budget for yourself. Prep to save that much. I know when we go on trips, we will, like Jeremy will work extra and we can kind of prep that way. We usually like to save up enough cash to take with us. And we use um, our American Express for Sky Miles through Delta. We love flying Delta. That's our fav- favorite airline, I would yeah, say. Yeah, hands down. Um, I do love a good Southwest flight, too. but Delta just has the TVs. Yeah, Delta's good. And um, we were able to kind of fly to texas for free because of our flight miles or sky miles so yeah you just have to look into things like that i would also say i use youtube a lot and looking into where you want to go like say you want to go to new york city type in like budget 
friendly travel to New York City and it'll probably tell you free things to do and stuff like that. But the biggest thing is no last minute trips. I find last yeah. minute trips. It, the you're bigger the to... trip, the, I would recommend to push it further out, like mm-hmm. six to eight months maybe, because that gives you plenty of time to save mm-hmm. and then budget out your trip, figure out everything you want to do. And then, but actually before you know it, it'll be there. Yeah. Because I felt like when we went to Seattle, it was taking forever, but. It was there. Yeah. Uh And really dive into what you want to do. Like if you want to go to something that you know is going to be expensive, don't skip that. Just put it, push it out far enough where you can save up the money to do it. Um, because I'm the type of person that's not going to miss out on something I really want to do. If I'm traveling there, I'm going to do what I want to do. So just make sure that you're able to before you go. All right. The next question is, how do you think the way people perceive you affects your relationship? Work, friendships, between y'all, etc. I don't know. Um, I mean, people, I mean, how people perceive us is kind of really how we are. It doesn't really affect our relationship. Like, we don't feel like we have to change who we are to make, to match people's perception of us. Is that? Yeah, I guess I don't really understand. <laughs> Um, how do you think the way people perceive you affects your relationship? Um, I don't know. I think, I don't really know. Let's table it and come back next episode with a more in-depth answer Okay, for I, yeah, I do need to think a little more in-depth on that. How long, sorry, next question. How long do you think you should date before you get married? We dated for... I have oh, so many thoughts on this. Three some three years, a little three over three years, and then we were engaged for a year and a half, and then we've been married. So I say at least I personally I think you should date for at least two to three years, and then by that time, I, if you're gonna, I would do I would lean towards more to three year side because we had a long engagement, and I don't recommend a long engagement. Mm-mm. So I would say date three years short engagement of like six to eight months and then get married okay mine's completely different from yours really yes okay i think that nowadays it is super um trendy to get married i think there's a lot of pressure to get married when you're not ready to get married especially where we live um getting married is kind of like for some people a personality trait i would say like you yeah. feel the need to do it because all of your friends are doing it. So my thoughts on when you should get married is how is your relationship going? Is it healthy? Do you, Have you had deep conversations with your partner? There's so many things you need to discuss before you even get engaged. I mean, if you're dating six months and you feel like you're ready to get engaged and, you know, your man is ready to propose and that's something that you want to do, then go ahead. I don't think there's really a time limit or a length that you should date. My biggest thing is to just not pressure your partner to propose to you because when, I guess you can speak more on this, I feel like when somebody knows they want to be with you and that marriage is important to you, they are going to put that high on their list like okay this is important to her she wants to get married so if they're ready they'll propose 
I don't think it's good to put pressure on your significant other if they're not ready. Yeah, that that's a good point because then you get, so let's say you do that, then you get married, and then a couple years, two, three years down the road, you start having problems because it's not turning out the way you thought it would be. Yeah. And now you feel like you're trapped. Mm-hmm. And you're not really trapped, I guess. I mean, there's always alternative, but... Nobody likes the alternative. You wish it didn't have to be that way. Yeah. Just don't um, pressure. And I would say everyone's relationship is so different. Uh, Obviously, don't rush into anything. You want to know the person that you're marrying. But at the same time. I'm a numbers guy. Three years, eight-month engagement. Say I I would not even say an eight-month. I would say my like four-month, five-month, six-month engagement. Get get that way done. All right, read the next one for us, babe. How do you balance maintaining friendships and working and your personal relationship? Well, for me, friendships and working is the same for me. All my all my friends I pretty much work with. There are a few that I don't work with, but I have so many days off that it's nearly not a problem for me to hang out with friends and do other things. Um but personal relationship, me and Tori really try to like we plan our days off. Mm-hmm. When we when we ha- when we'll look at our schedule for the month, we'll see the days that we have off together, and we plan for those days and what we want to do and how we want to do things. And we that spend works a out lot. really good. We do spend a lot of time together. Yes, yeah, we do. Probably, I would say more than the average couple, just because our schedules work out where we can and I love that about our schedules I think it's super important to just have one-on-one time because uh, obviously have your friends over and everything but when you constantly are around a group of friends I find that it can be a little hard to feel connected to your spouse do you feel that way like if you constantly just hang out with a group of friends and you never get that one-on-one time right, yep. with your spouse so and as far as work I really don't have that problem um just because of my schedule so I'm not, I'm at home way more than I'm at work right and like I say we have a lot of me and Tori have a lot of mutual friends yes mutual so. friends are key yeah so it's it's pretty easy for us that's but to, to say how we balance it would be plan your plan your month or mm-hmm. plan your week if you don't feel like planning a month in advance plan your week ahead get with your uh significant other and say hey what days do you have off this week let's plan for this and this and we'll, we'll leave this day open for us to go do whatever what we want to do ourselves yeah. or with our friends that would be our advice on that and i do think it's important to have separate time with your friends too because um you don't want to just be that person that's always with their significant other. I mean, go out with your yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, you get picked on by the boys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and mutual friends really is key. How to deal with family drama. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Basically, that's my life. Um, no, if you're a divorced kid, you know what I'm talking about. So, or a kid of divorce, I should say. Jeremy, you really don't have any, um, advice on this. I'm sure. I mean, my, my, my advice with how to deal with it is if you, your family, your immediate family doesn't have like drama and like see Tori and my immediate family is really close and we all kind of 
I, I really try to support Tori a lot if she has something going on with family drama. And she can also she also knows she can confide in my mom mm-hmm. and or our sisters like my our sister in laws mm-hmm. you know if she has to so that would be how I'd help her deal with that. Yeah, my okay. My personal experience with quote unquote family drama is I think that you have to realize that or I had to at least. This is just my experience that just because you're blood related to someone, you're biologically related to them, that doesn't always mean that they have to be in your life. I think that you have to protect your energy around you and what you subject yourself to, and it's okay to to go no contact with toxic family members. It's definitely okay because all especially when the toxic person is continually not trying to fix what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And all it does is just continue to bring you down and cause more stress and unneeded drama in your life. And life's too short for that crap, man. Honestly, like there's just no, there's no time for it. Yeah. And it's spending so much time doing other stuff. It's easy to say like, yeah, just cut people off. I'm really good at cutting people off. It's kind of like a, trauma response but it's a superpower um it's hard it is really hard to cut people off that are not supposed to be cut off like in society standards and you see other people that maybe have normal relationships with family members that you are no longer in contact with but i we're not saying i'm sorry to cut you off we're not saying like permanently cut them off like you know just you know get away from that situation for a while and usually that kind of stuff works itself out. Mm, no? I don't know. I mean, like, sometimes it doesn't, though. Sometimes right. I, yes, sometimes it doesn't. But I'm just saying we have more, like, for some of our listeners, it may work out that way. Yeah, it may. It's easy to um, to say that. But you just never know. I spent most of my life trying to force things and want things to be, you know, how everybody else's relationship was with their family. But sometimes it's just not that way. And that's okay. I think um, it can be a little, like, embarrassing, and you can get sad about not having relationships with certain people. Most people do, but it's also really brave and, like, powerful to know your worth and to know what you will accept in your life and not have to to beg for someone to be, quote-unquote, like, a normal family member. That was a very well way of explaining that. Thank you. So the next one, I don't know if you'll need any time for this one. Who do you want to be more like or who do you look up to the most? Okay, you can go ahead. I just spent like 80 uh, hours on the like last I'm one. caught off guard. There's just so many influential people in my life. Okay. I'm going to be a little corny. There's several different people that I look up to in my life for several different reasons. So I'll just get into those go ahead one i look up to jeremy for how kind he is and oh my goodness how forgiving wow and i go to him a lot for advice um on friendships how to be a better friend because that's something i'm really working on as i get older friendships are really important to me and he's really great at stuff like that he's really kind and yeah so jeremy on that aspect of things and then as far as my life outlook, my friend Emily, she's really positive and 
when you talk to her, you know, like you just feel better after you get off the phone. And I think it's important to keep those people close. Also, I really look up to my mother-in-law a lot, how she is just so welcoming. I always want people to feel comfortable around me and welcome. And she's really great at that and kind of, um, I don't know, like she just has the nurturing aspect to her. You know what I mean? And so I look up to her for that. I look up to my granny. In some ways, she is a very hard worker. She's going to, um, I don't know, like she's kind of like a a boss lady. Yeah. You know? She takes care of business for sure. She, she's been through a lot in her life, and she's just came out on top, in my opinion. Well, you kind of stole my thunder because I was going to talk about, like, my mom as well. Well, go ahead. Well, you know, she, like, I look up to her because she's she's very, like, like you said, she is nurturing, but, like, she's always, she's protective as well. Mm-hmm. Like, she's always going to do whatever she thinks she needs to do to help you with whatever you need help with. Mm-hmm. Or if you need to talk about something. Yeah. You know, she's always, she's always there to you know she can bend her ear on anything yeah so that would be the person that i think i would look up to the most right now so okay that's a good one um let's see what part of you as a couple still needs a lot of work i'll take this one first okay for me i'm scared of what like i'm genuinely scared oh it's not like what you know as a couple what do we need to work on oh well my ass i don't know like as a couple I think that I, we could improve on communication. I was going to say that, but, like, you're a better communicator than me. Like, that's more one-sided. Like, I'm the one that kind of needs to work on it because I just don't express my feelings very well. I don't – I really don't even have a lot of feelings, I guess. I don't even know. <laughs> like, I just don't express it a lot. And sometimes Tori wants to have a deep conversation, and I'm watching, like, Highway Through Hill on the Weather Channel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, <laughs> that's our relationship in a nutshell. Me trying to have a, a nutshell, d- nutshell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me trying to have a deep conversation, and Jeremy just like storm stories on the Weather Channel, or not even knowing what to say. But I do, I really do think that has to go back to like what how we grew up so differently and like things that I've been through versus things that you've been through. Yeah, I never really had to be put in a conversation of deep topic for like some it's almost uncomfortable for me to talk deeply about stuff because i just don't know how to do it i don't think like i just i don't know yeah i think you just haven't had to deal with like i mean you've had challenges in your life but you haven't had to like talk about really hard things that have happened right so yeah i would say communication we could get better about that we fight really hard well that's on that's on down the list right here okay but we instead of just like being so hard-headed if we would just communicate yeah that is one thing that we can work on is we are definitely stubborn and we don't back mm-hmm. down on each other's stuff like yeah. whoever like we're just giving it back and forth to each other yeah and eventually we're just like over it yeah but, what really annoys me is we'll if we get in a fight and then Jeremy just can get over it, and I can't, and he'll like tr- be like trying to cuddle me, like "Come here, it's okay," and I'm like, "Not over it yet." I'm gonna like kick you. 
Uh, how do you support each other as a couple during tough seasons? Mm, this is a good one. I actually had this conversation with a friend last night. Um, not about how we support each other, but just about if you're married or in a relationship, you know that you go through so many different seasons, as in good and bad, and you know, three months you may like never fight and everything may be going perfect, and then you get into one month that's really hard and you're grumpy and ill and stressed. So, I think that you have to remember that the other is also going through things and be a little forgiving and give a little grace and motivation like i agree with all of that how to <laughs> you weren't paying attention i was paying attention you were a little zombie out there but i think that you just have to be there for the person and i don't really have to talk to jeremy about what he's going through a lot because like he said he doesn't really talk about his feelings but every now and then he'll kind of explain to me what's going on in his little world and I can just be there for him by listening and he can be there for me by listening and obviously communicate with your partner about what you're going through and how you're feeling and they'll kind of know how to help you out better. The next question is do you guys fight? Boy, do we? No, we don't. We fight, and we like Tori said, we fight pretty hard. Yeah, I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, no, we never really fight. We don't have anything to fight about. Oh, we for sure fight. This is because of our personalities. We we're really both stubborn and we hard headed. Yeah. And you have to also remember we're completely different people. Like, yep, you're an Aries. I can cut people off. I can say no to things. And I can't. I don't mind disappointing people if it means that, like, it makes me feel better because I can put how, my feelings first and I do think that's something you could work on is putting yourself first instead of everyone else but anyways um so yeah we for sure fight we fight hard but we also love hard yeah like and we never like stay mad at each other I mean I love holding a good grudge for you a few really days do, but by the time <laughs> I'm like back at work you're like we're fine. Yeah. We don't. We really. It doesn't last that long. But like, yeah, it's just. It's dumb to say that you never fight. Like, there are probably some couples that have little quarrels and they they're like super happy all the time. Blah blah blah. But that's the grass isn't always as green as it appears to be because behind closed doors you never know what's going on. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the big D divorce? Um. Yeah. Traditionally. I'm not for it. As a child of divorce, <laughs> as we've talked about most of this episode, I my biggest fear has always been getting a divorce. But I do think now that I'm older and I realize, you know, there's so many people that aren't happy. And I think that divorce is okay. I think you have to put yourself first. And because if you have kids, I know that can be really difficult. But I do believe that um, an unhappy marriage isn't great for kids to see either. So Yeah, because then you can wind up causing more harm than good. But, but I will say, if you do get a divorce and you do have children, please, 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 for the love of God, try to co-parent well for these kids. Because I just see so many people 
getting married, having kids, and then getting a divorce, which is fine, but it can be so traumatizing for the children when the parents are fighting back and forth, and then they get set parents involved. Just really try to be adults and know, yes, you're probably going to date other people, and your kids are going to be around those people. That's part of divorce, so know what comes with that. Please co-parent well. So, and be good step parents. Sorry. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> so, don't like you know if if you're talking about divorce, just don't like immediately give up. You know, try to uh, try to work on it. Try to maybe go to therapy or talk to somebody. But divorce should be your very last option. Like, just don't go immediately to divorce because you just think of a couple things that you're not really happy about. You deserve to be happy. You only have one life. You need to be happy in your life. But don't you know give up on it because you did marry that person for a reason. That was a, there was a reason that you did fall in love with them and then marry them. So try to find that again and you know work on it. But you know if not, do everything Tori said. Yeah, sorry guys, just feel really triggered. Triggered about that. Um, how do you support each other when it comes to body image struggles? This is good because I think you do you do very well at this. Always tell them they're pretty. I've never, ever told Tori that she doesn't look great or whatever, you know, even though she may or may not feel the same about herself. Like, you always need to support her with however they look because, trust me, they're going through a lot deeper stuff in their minds than what you think. So, you need to always support your loved one with however they look. That's sweet. I also think this is a part of um when you get married you know you're usually kind of youngish and you know that that person isn't always going to look the same their body's going to change life happens so you want to make sure you love the person for who they are and not just their looks and their body and as for women I would also say that males definitely struggle with body image too and that's not something that they usually like to openly talk about from my experience with Jeremy or my friends, boyfriends and husbands, but men do feel insecure. So it's equally as important to compliment them as much as they compliment you. Very true. Your favorite part or stage of your relationship this far? Um, Definitely not the engagement, just because it was so stressful. I feel like you're being so quiet. Am I? You're getting so serious. Yeah, the engagement was our least favorite, but that's not what we're talking about. No. Um, we're talking about our favorite, and for me, it's going to be... I think the first year so far, for me. The first year of what? Our relationship or our marriage? Marriage. Oh, I mean, that as like relationship as a whole. Yeah, mm, October... Or no, no, no. September 2020 to December 2020. Wow. No. 19. 19. Yeah. <laughs> September 2019 to December 2019 because we just did so much traveling in that time period and it was so mm-hmm. much fun and we were constantly excited about where we were going next and we were experiencing so much together. It was almost like we were on a high and then boom, COVID happened. Yeah, and that kind of really put a bummer on things, but we're super excited about getting back out there whenever this stuff is over with. Why was your first year of marriage your favorite? Well, that was because that's part of it. We traveled, 
and then you know just learning each other and, and moving into this place and getting settled in that was just my favorite part yeah and then there's also the og you know like first six months of us dating the honeymoon phase yeah the honeymoon phase that was a good that was a good part yeah what is our greatest strength as a couple i would say that our ability to be best friends yeah we are like super close because sometimes i forget how close we are and then i'm like wow jeremy you really are my soulmate like we just click as one in so many different ways and then at the same time we're so different so i would say that's what i find to be our greatest strength is that we are best friends like it's just as much fun as it is work yeah the feeling that we can do anything Mm -hmm. what is one thing you want to accomplish together um i want to travel abroad with you yeah i mean i know that's not really like a our accomplishment, I guess, would be one thing we want to call together is eventually having a nice, healthy family one day. But, like, I'm ready to, like, travel abroad with you. Mm-hmm. We want to travel more. Um, we have, like, financial goals we want to meet. True. We, that's also important to have goals. Big financial goals. And, yeah, things like that, like finances, trips we want to take course we want to have a family one day that's very healthy um i think and then of course growing this podcast more yeah i really do enjoy the podcast and we um would love to see it grow more and more and it's a fun hobby well we really appreciate the q and a's that wraps up today's episode are you okay because it was kind of a lot of deep questions i'm fine i'm a little traumatized by it but i'll i'll be okay (laughs) he won't talk to me now for a week about any of his feelings (laughs) so don't forget to follow us on spotify and turn the episode (laughs) notification on to get notified when we upload also subscribe sub also subscribe to apple podcasts the good life with no spaces just the good life follow us on instagram to keep up with our week at the good life pod share this with a friend rate us and come back next thursday for next week's episode we hope you have a wonderful valentine's day and if you still don't know where to get your bay check out last week's episode we went all into detail for guys and girls bye see ya